have so many questions. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Funbox Monster <laughs> Podcast. Uh, hi, I'm Tristan. I am Matt Awkward. And, uh, and we're talking about the movie Stay, Stay Alive, Alive. From, a... from the 2000s. 2006. What the hell's yeah. wrong with us? Yeah, this is a this is a special <laughs> is event. Fault. It is. Um, do you want to do Do you want to do video game month? Ooh, uh, There's yeah, enough we, video game horror movies out there. Watch Full Moon's Arcade. Yep. Ooh, uh, maybe. There's a great segment from Nightmares. Yeah. Evolver. Yeah. Sure. Brain Scan. <laughs> oh, Brain Scan. Absolutely, <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah. we're not talking about those today. <laughs> no, we're not. Um, I watched this movie a couple weeks ago, and I was like. This thing kind of rules, and we never talk about movies that are modern-ish. <laughs> and we'd also brought up, like, Resident Evil about 14 times. Yep. And this is basically, you know, a what-if Resident Evil It, it was so strange was watching real. a movie to get ready for this podcast and watching the characters using cell phones. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And that's I thought that was a really interesting thing because so many movies are always trying to fight that. Because, like, in, in modern times, you're like, any slasher movie, they have to be like, all right, guys, for this event, we're going to throw all our cell phones in a box and bury them <laughs> yeah. at the bottom of the ocean. You know, and it's like... You'll this... get them back after yeah. the camping trip. <laughs> exactly. And in this one, they actually embraced it, and it became a mm -hmm. really integral, really interesting part of the plot. And I don't know, man, I really dig this movie. I do, too. Like, I don't think it's... I think it's got some... Major flaws and oh, what the fuck's going on with it. But, sure. Um, but also, uh, just as far as like positives, man, the way that you get shitty early 2000s computer animation mm -hmm. and it's totally excused, this movie can survive forever yeah, with that good. shitty computer animation yep. because it's, it's supposed game. to look like a PlayStation 2 game. And so it's going to have nostalgia value yep. 20 years from now. I think it it's going to look fun and nostalgic. Yeah. It and looks better than a PS2 game, for the most part. It does. I, but I loved all that stuff where, like, when he's running, it's got that, like, Resident Evil, like, I'm running in a line, and now I'm turning. And yeah. Like, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody had that kind of look to them. Um, and his body was, like, weirdly distended in the middle. <laughs> it was really <laughs> gross. Uh, but, man, yeah, I, it's very strange. Uh, I had never even... I don't even think I'd ever heard of this movie before. See, I have. I, I remember actually renting this when it was a new release at the video store. And, Holy crap. And liking it. And that's why like, I hadn't watched it. And it was so funny because the other week when you were like, let's do Stay Alive. And I was like, holy shit, man. I just, I've just found that pre-owned for two ninety seven at Bull Moose. And nice. I was just like, oh man, I'm going to watch this again. Bought it. Sat on my shelf for a month or two. And then you had ended up saying that. I'm like, oh, I just picked that up. Perfect. Yeah, man. It's um, like it happened in a game. Oh my god, was I controlling it or is it controlling me? <laughs> also, another great dynamic. I loved the buzzing controller as yep. the signifier of something terrifying happening. I mean, it they overkilled it in one scene. They did. Well, I mean, it was cool when it was coming just, you know what I mean? Yeah. With like 30 seconds between it. But then one scene they just Yeah. It, it just kept going. It kept going. And once it kept going, like I thought it lost its effect in that scene, sadly. But it is an awesome sound. That was like the first scene, though. Like the one you know, where it was underneath his desk. That was like the third scene that the, oh, okay. that sound happened in. Because we, we see it in the beginning. Let's start at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, let's start at the very beginning. <laughs> okay, so we got our... We start off, and we have our early 2000s flickery graphics that are in every every movie. Um, and then we fly into a, a digital estate. We like we do an overhead swoop down 
into this PS2 graphic, like, looks and that, like... And the house looks just like House of the Dead. Yes. The game. Exactly. Yep. Even a fountain. Mm-hmm. Very House of the Dead. And uh, and the rest of it looks... Uh, reminded me of... Oh, my God. I can't remember the name of the game. Nightmare Creatures. That's what it was. A lot of it reminded me of the PS1 game, Nightmare Creatures. That sounds which awesome. I, loved. I don't know what it is. It was great. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, and we see this guy in a duster... With a lantern who looks like he's straight out of... Uh, Alone in the Dark. Alone in the Dark. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Uh, <laughs> he enters the mansion. And uh, yeah, and we get like Resident Evil, Alone in the Dark, Silent Hill looking everything. And and he's just sort of like... He just kind of goes in and it's like normal video game where like in Resident Evil you'd walk maybe one monster, one something or other. Yeah. Everything goes fucking ballistic. Yeah. Like babies crawling on the walls, like that was little, little shiny wall looks so <laughs> stupid. That took me out of it. Everything else was creepy, but then when you saw that image, it reminded me of the the Bloomhouse intro. I think yes. it is. That's which it's too much. So stupid. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much shuddery nonsense, and everything's doing that. Everything's doing the Jacob's ladder, like yeah. flickery face, and and he's running all around, and his uh. And he dies. He gets hung. He falls off yep. a railing and gets hung. And that's when we realize that. I mean, we know it's a game or, right. or it's a cartoon. It's not a live. But we see that it, there is a person playing this game. And he's like, oh, shit. Oh, that was intense. But there was a moment. And I think it's probably intentional. It's hard to put yourself back in 2006 mindset. But I assume that you were supposed to be watching this and be going, fuck you. This these graphics are terrible. Who made this terrible movie? <laughs> and that you know that there is supposed to be a bit of a surprise that it's okay. not that it's not the crappy thing like like this you, is an awful cartoon. Like <laughs> look at look at this terrible computer animation. And then you're like, oh, I get it. He was playing a video game. Yep. And I think that was supposed to be kind of a little surprise. And it clicks back, and you see that it's uh, Peter Petrelli from Heroes, um, whose name is. Milo Ventrigliano, something like that. Do you say so? <laughs> <laughs> playing, uh, playing Loomis Crowley. <laughs> Venti- Ventimiglia. Milo Ventimiglia. Ah, Loomis Craven <laughs> Romero. Was yes, exactly. So he's uh, he has a he has a real occult name and a fake occult name. <laughs> Loomis Crowley. So and he stupid. was playing a game called Stay Alive. <laughs> And so he calls his friend to say... He how calls his brother, Alistair Kruger. <laughs> Alistair Kruger, to say, boy, this game is scary. Yeah. And, uh, oh, it's not his brother. It's his, it's his best friend. Yes. They grew up together. Yeah. Yep. Which I'll get to later, which there's something that really bothers me about that. Oh, no. But, okay. um, but yeah, so he calls his best friend. And he's like, dude, I just played this game. You got to fucking totally play it. Come on over and play this game with me. And he's like, no, it's late, dude. <laughs> and so, then he hangs up. So then... <laughs> <laughs> then just like, this is so like all my college experience man you know you just break you accidentally just open the door on your roommate without knocking and he's right there having sex in a pig mask typical and then he turns around and (laughs) stares at you in the pig mask and doesn't even stop bone and he's just like dude you ever knock (laughs) yeah it's so typical this scene was so stupid (laughs) it was and, and then he's like don't don't mess up my parents sheets like they're at his mom's house or something and she was oh, away like weird uh, that's right and it's just like why yeah th- why would he be wearing a pig mask like what <laughs> it's just so dumb it's a scare it, but it doesn't make any sense and like, it didn't it didn't actually work it as a go it anywhere didn't work it didn't work as a, as a gag yeah and then he just lingers there too long talking to them like 
Are you gonna shut the door, bro? Yeah. Um, yeah, do you guys want to order pizza or anything? Uh, yeah, can we talk about this later? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, this was 13 years ago. You can't put yourself in this mindset. This was totally normal back in those old days. Wait, I was in those old days. No, no, man. No. You can't understand what it was like for them. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so this is where he starts hallucinating. Yep. Uh, he, he, well, goes, he just goes to bed. Then well, he no, he goes, he goes and gets milk from the fridge. After he wakes oh, up. Oh, right, yeah, right. Yep, he, he goes, goes to bed. To He's like, all right, well, you guys keep pig mask bone and I'm going to bed. <laughs> yeah, then he goes down to the refrigerator, grabs milk, and then he hears something behind him and <laughs> throws the milk down the hallway. <laughs> At the shadow, he sees a, yeah. a figure, yeah. And uh, so basically the game's, all the shit in the game's coming alive and chasing him. Yes. And so he books it upstairs, and he books it back into the pig fucker's room, and it's all covered in blood, and yep. they're hung from the ceiling. And he's like, oh! And he runs out into the hallway, and then he ends up getting a chain, whipped around his neck, Hellraiser-style, pulled off the balcony, and he gets hung, just like he died in the game. Aha! Now we know we have set up the entire movie. And we get this great outside shot of the house, too. Real cool. Just dangling. It looked really cool. Uh, a thing that never gets covered. Okay. The cops come, you know, I mean, they find the body, obviously, yeah. like, later on. But it's never questioned where that chain came from, where 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 he's being hung from. Like, <laughs> True. Yeah. Oh, dude, there's so much with the and, cops and in there's this so movie. Much of, there's so, so much of Dutch getting blamed, the, the guy we meet in a second. So much of him getting blamed, but, like, never, like, any of the... Uh, Oh, uh, Hutch? Oh, Hutch, yeah, sure. Hutch, yes. Um, I was also watching Commando. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Hutch, uh, yes. okay. Yeah. All my notes say Dutch. <laughs> uh, it's fine, it's fine. Pa- but yeah, all this paperwork is making just, you weak. Yes, but it's... <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, um, predator joke. Yeah, anyway. well, I was nah, going to say, I'm, that isn't even Commando. <laughs> uh, pushing too many pencils. All right. But yeah, uh, but yeah, nobody questions that. Was it where it's just like later on, the detectives are like, everywhere I go, we're like, you show up. And it's just like, did you go Dude. to your buddy's house and install a chain <laughs> on that 30, 30, 40 foot cathedral ceiling over the staircase? I, there's, there's so much about the police case that falls apart oh, if, yeah. you, if given any any analysis whatsoever. And also, there's, there's a happy ending at the end of this movie that doesn't really resolve the fact that they're all going to prison. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're covered in one of, like, one of you is covered in their blood and you've smeared it all over the van, number yeah. one. <laughs> um, like, you've been at every single crime scene. You're the only link between all of these deaths. You now have the weapon that killed the first guy at the end. I mean, there's so much, not to skip ahead, but yeah. I mean, she literally grabs those scissors at the end oh, yeah. and has the thing that was killing them in the game don't, You're going to prison. Don't forget arson. <laughs> you are going to prison. <laughs> okay, but anyway, okay. Let's but rewind before, an hour and a half. But before yeah. they go to prison, let's go back. <laughs> okay, so uh, this we we get kind of a, a little smashy cut from this the the gory scene to uh, to a business meeting meeting Hutch between Hutch and Miller Miller, uh, who is his boss, and it looks like he's about to get fired. Yeah. He's like, his boss is like chewing him out. He's like, you're lazy and stupid and we hate you. And then, and then it's like, all right, now you just sit down. Listen, man, I just need to know how to beat this boss in this game that I'm playing. <laughs> so he's just kind of like the IT guy that solves video game problems at this business. I also love that this high-powered executive... Like, he's like the, the head of this company. 
And he's the same age, basically. Yeah. Uh, but you tell me he doesn't know how to use it, game facts on <laughs> the internet. Like, <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember the internet of 2006. It's it's it was a long time ago. It's a lot different than it is here, but there was still plenty of walkthroughs for games on there. Could web crawler find these sorts of things back then? <laughs> uh, was Alta Vista really? Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. But I also love the I. I as much as I agree that it is weird that this high-powered business guy can't figure out how to use the yeah. internet, um, I love the relationship between the two of them. I like the idea that he's just kind of like, he's his gaming buddy. Yeah. Like, it's not necessarily that he's like... But he's got to keep that tough guy businessman persona yeah. going on. And so he's only hired this guy who's like doing shit at work. He's doing terribly. He would fail all his performance reviews otherwise. Yeah. But he's just like, dude, you're my, you're my like my World of Warcraft clan. So like, we're gonna. <laughs> I'm hang gonna out. beat Silent Hill Four without you. Yeah, exactly. And I love you that. You gotta I find the hyperblast. Really... <laughs> <laughs> oh god, yeah. Those. That's another part of this movie. As much as I love it, again, there's so many. It reminds me of uh, of uh, hackers, in that it's a bunch of people writing about something that they don't understand quite. And so they keep making up terms the problem that with, aren't real. <laughs> the problem with this is you can't give it that excuse, though, because in the credits, there is a video game consultant. As if they went and got somebody to be like, make sure we don't look like idiots when we're talking about games. Yeah, but... And I don't know if he was just pulling a fast one on him. Well, but I like, think that's probably what happened. I think they were like, oh, yeah, you should probably like, say... Yeah, to beat the boss in Silent Hill 4, you need the hyperblaster. But you don't really dump the hyperblaster and lose all of your ammo. And then the boss will just kill herself and... Falling then, down the falling stairs. Falling down the stairs and you beat the game. Yep, that's Silent Hill 4. Yeah, and also, um, like, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> The, it's also the terminology and the nicknames and like all of these things are so out there and mm -hmm. silly, but uh, but whatever. Whatever. You know, it's it, fun. That's that's movies for you. Uh, okay, so what do we got here? Oh, right. Uh, so at the end of this cute little scene with the two of them, <laughs> he gets a phone call and he finds out that his friend is dead from the beginning, and then we cut directly to a funeral. And uh, and the weirdest part of this that I've never seen before. Have you ever seen anybody taking pictures around a funeral before? No, that is not a thing I've ever seen before in my life. I would have had that woman removed. But there's this. But maybe she was attractive enough that they were like, "Well, we're not going to." The kick pictures her. don't even matter in this movie. They, Fascinating. You know why they stuck it in? Because it's the same camera from the Fatal Frame games. Yes. They just wanted to be like. Oh my god. Here's a reference. Is that it? Is Here's it a reference. That's yeah. it? Yeah. Her pictures She's... don't help in the case. Her no, pictures they... don't do anything. She never even starts taking pictures later on. I was like, why is there a Polaroid land camera in this thing? It doesn't make sense because That's it's why. the fatal mm -hmm. frame camera. Yeah. Oh my god. They're just like, see, we're cool. We know see, games. we know what a <laughs> That's literally that was what the video game guy got paid for. Mm -hmm. He was like, um, buy a Polaroid land <laughs> camera and have one of the characters use it? That was in the game. Also, somebody get a hammer, a monkey, some barrels. We're going to... What is this three-barreled gun? It's a spreader from Contra, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that would have been great. I would have been okay with that. But yeah, so she's taking pictures at the funeral, and she comes right up to the grieving hutch and snaps a picture like, in two his feet face. from his face. And he's like, did you just take my picture? She's like, yeah, you were the saddest guy here, but you weren't crying. <laughs> 
that's that does not justify you doing this. No. Okay. Also, also you right. know the the uh, the cadaver there is looking pretty pretty solemn. Maybe take some <laughs> take some close up snaps the, of that. The cadaver is also not crying, but probably <laughs> kind of sad. But also probably shouldn't take photos of him. No. Um. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So they end up talking, and it turns out that she's friends with the other girl that died. Yes. At, in Loomis's house, the the pig girl. Yes. Um. So then she's just like. Here's my phone number. Call me if you want to talk. And then Loomis's sister comes over and gives Hutch a whole game full of her dead brother's video games. Yeah, there's like a, a, a big leather leather sack full yep. of his games and probably his Alienware laptop <laughs> that is the height of video game Oof. performance technology. I don't know if you noticed, but really high-end gamers were using Alienware. Oh, yeah. Were you were you aware of Alienware? I was aware of Alienware. I'm still aware of a yeah. That was liquid cool. Yeah, that was some real like slap you in the face product placement for yep. Alienware oh, in yeah. this movie. But is Alienware still a thing? I think it is. Yeah, I think it is still a thing. I think they still have like crazy I, I LED just, like tower yeah. <laughs> things and yeah. I've been a little out of the video game loop. Yeah. So. Uh, Says the man who watches tapes all the time. <laughs> yes. <sighs> so, uh, so yeah. So she meets her, and then um, then they go to a depressing land like goth goth land party at a coffee shop. Whose coffee shop is this? October's. Is it her shop? I don't know. At least she works there. Does Finn work there? He must. He, he kicks be- everybody out, and he plays there by himself. He is we- behind the counter. But we never like. Yeah, no, we. There's we never, never any really... customers in the coffee shop that aren't our characters. Oh well, I mean, were there extras in the beginning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There R- are okay. like literally right at the beginning. There was a land party going on in the cafe. Oh, okay, okay. There were like five or six people with yeah. laptops, like just kind of not looking at each other, but clearly doing the same thing. And uh, yeah, so here's where we meet October, our badass goth princess. Yep. And uh, her brother Phineas, Phineas, uh, who is comic relief, and just who who was basically uh, Matthew Lillard said no is what he was, one hundred percent. They were like, we need Matthew Lillard, and they and he went no, I'm not going to do that. All I can think of is honest trailers doing this movie, <laughs> showing his face, starring Matthew Lillard said no. <laughs> Yeah, uh, 100% he is Matthew Lillard said no. Um, this movie would have been probably 5 to 10% better with Matthew Lillard. Even yep. though I like this guy. This guy was good. How can you not want Matthew Lillard in kind of everything? Yep. Um, but he was good. He's That's that guy from, from Westworld. And uh, Always Sunny. And I, always, I only yeah. knew him from Always Sunny. Um, yeah, we were just talking about how he was like so hideous in this, and he's kind of like grown into his. his and he's weird just head. obnoxious, he, but he's like too obnoxious to be believable. It's like nobody would be this. Right. Nobody would be this much of an asshole. Have you met gamers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like he walks into the party and he's like, "Hey, how your friend died? That kind of sucks, right?" Yeah, we should <laughs> we should burn his games for him. Uh, uh, whatever. Yeah, and so he's like, so he's like, oh yeah, uh, we should burn around for Loomis, and yeah. he doesn't know who Loomis is, right? Like he barely Here knows him. Is my problem with what we were talking about earlier when I, when Loomis was apparently his best friend growing up and ever, and he was a gamer, and these people are all gamers, and they all game together. How in the hell does he not know Loomis or even know of him? Like, I am why haven't confused. they? Why haven't they played a game together before? 
Yeah, I don't understand that. Nobody either. knows Loomis. He's the only one that met him, but he's friends with all of these people, and Loomis is his bestie. It makes no sense whatsoever that they wouldn't have hooked up at a land party before. Right. All of this, yeah. all of that is very confusing. There's script wise, that whole subset, I didn't understand why it was written that way. Like, why, when you're writing a movie like this, mm-hmm. why would you choose to, like, redirect everything and make everyone have to figure out who this new family is why couldn't he be someone closer to him why couldn't it That's be his brother what or, or not only his brother why couldn't everybody knew know him nothing of the movie right. would have changed if everybody didn't wasn't at the funeral together well, i wasn't knew that the Loomis two died. things that would have made sense to me mm-hmm. his that's his brother yep and he moved away yep whatever or he died in the same house or you know they lived separate places I don't understand why this big other family thing. Yeah. I mean, I guess. And then it's like Finn says, like, so he was a real gamer, huh? And it's just like, yeah, and so are you. And so are you. And you're all real gamers. Why wouldn't you know this guy? I think, are we supposed to assume that these people are all like 16? Is no. that the thing? Because they can't be. Because the, the only reason Hutch to have. Hutch works in an office building. He can't be 16. The only reason to have the Loomis family there is if, oh, because. They had to explain away the fact that his family died when he was a kid, so he had to have a step family. But right, that part bothers me a lot too. So back to the coffee shop. <laughs> Finn's pulling out his. Finn's going through his dead friend's bag like an asshole because he is. Yep. And he pulls out a lighter, and he's like, "Oh, a lighter!" And he fires it, and Hutch is like, "Whoa, I don't like fire. I'm afraid of fire because yes. because um, there was a fire that killed my parents." This is also something I feel. Doesn't play into anything. It doesn't. He sets a fire at the end of the movie, but like, who cares? Like, yeah. it's not like he's it really he ever isn't. faces this. He could have never had this fear of fire. There never needed to be this lighter. I agree. I think if you're writing that scene, if you're writing this gigantic backstory, you're like, oh my god, okay, so he's afraid of fire because he saw him burn to death. He can't face. He can't even look at a lighter. Mm-hmm. Then this person that he cares about is behind a wall of fire and he overcomes it to get them. That's important. He just lights a fire and yeah. sits there and somebody drags him out of a room. Yeah, it would have made hella more sense if he had a fear of fear of heights because he gets locked at the bottom sure. of the tower and he has to get up sure. there to cry. Like, why doesn't he have a fear of heights? Why doesn't he have a fear of heights, fire, and nails? <laughs> and witches. And <laughs> and, <laughs> and roses. And PS2 graphics. <laughs> Uh, that would be a very complex. <laughs> he just spends the entire movie in fetal position crying. <laughs> oh, that would be so sad. Oh. But yeah, so we just, the point was, and then we get the weird thing where Finn finds the game Stay Alive in the backpack. Yeah. And he pulls it out and he's just like, ooh, virgin game. Like, but all it is is a white piece of paper on a DVD case that says Stay Alive. Like. Okay. No, nothing's indicating that it's a game. No. If it is a virgin game and it's a game that's being beta tested, like, is that really something that's that much of a draw that you're like, oh my gosh, a rare, untested game? In 2006. He, he makes it like it's like a holy grail, like, oh, what did there we find? Were, there were no protections for copying. Mm-hmm. Like, you could have had anything on that disc. Like, that could have been any game. Yeah. You could hexen or whatever, yeah. you know, you could have burned onto a disc. Because the codes were so easy to crack mm-hmm. back then. So I don't know why you would assume that it's a beta test game 
But he does. But he just he somehow knows. And then he goes Google Gaga to... over the fact that he's got this virgin game. Yeah. And also, was it in the case? It was. Or was it in the, the laptop? It was in the... It, um, I don't know. Because how would they know that he was? it was the last thing that he played? It must have been in the laptop. Must have. Yeah, they kind of glossed over that. But like he, but I'm saying there was no production value for the, oh, the game yeah. case. It was just a, literally a white piece of paper that somebody wrote Stay Alive with a red Sharpie, and that's it. And yeah. he instantly knew that this was a untested, super rare. And they could have literally just written like beta test, do not share, yeah, something, yeah. you know, anything on it. It could have had a code or something. And, uh, yeah, instead it was just like a piece of paper. <laughs> so they uh, they decide to all beta test this game together because it's virgin game? No, the, no this is basically, so Phineas <laughs> sets it up that, like, listen, there's a, there's a thing with gamers. He sets up this, this idea that gamers all have, like, a religion. Oh, that's right. Like, and so we we're going to, we got to burn one for burn Loomis. Burn one for Loomis. So he's going to burn a game, whatever that means. Burn around for Loomis is what yep. he says. Okay. We're going to burn around for Loomis, which I don't think any of the rest of them believe is a thing. It just is a thing. They just say it's a thing and everybody accepts it. But again, as we've shown, we're shown later on, he just wants to play this game. It doesn't give a fuck about anybody else. Oh, yeah. And so his his deal is he just wants everyone to shut up so he can play video games. Yep. And so that's what he gets everyone to do. He gets everybody to shut up and play a video game. And so they, they reconnoiter later on at one of their apartments. I don't know. It's at Hutch's. Hutch's place? It okay. starts a scene with him washing red solo, solo cups. cups, I guess, to show that he's like a poor college student type. That doesn't factor into the movie whatsoever. <laughs> I think to them, that was probably a really important mise-en-scene to explain yeah. that he's like, you know, he gets it. He's not like rich or anything. He's he's still reusing solo cups. Well, he blew, he, also, he parties. Yep. He, uh, well, he blew, he, all, he blew all of his real cup budget on that um, Steam Boy <laughs> oh uh, my wall God. print. That was awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the big like movie. No, I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, that movie was kind of disappointing, but still, it was a really cool it. thing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so then we get a jump scare when Frankie Munez shows up. <laughs> and his name is Swank, because... Damn, Swank. Even though this isn't the 90s, this movie feels so super 90s in a way. Mm -hmm. And it's just got that... Well, actually, no, that was a 2000s thing. Everybody's got that quirky... Yeah. Or, that, was that even an 80s French shit? I'm going back to Ducky. Well, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, he here's is, a quirky friend with a yeah, weird name. So Frankie Muniz shows up and he is Swink. He's, he's the quirky, asexual, like, nerd kid. Yep. Who, like, who has no purpose but to know things that other people wouldn't because he spends all his time studying. So you can you can front load him with, like, all sorts of information that, like, a normal character, any of these other, like, dumbass teens, you'd be like... Fuck you. There's no way Hutch knows this. Yep. But then Nerd Kid comes in and he's like, let me tell you about, about perceptive reality. <laughs> let me tell you about perceptive reality. And uh, and everybody goes, uh, this guy. Of yep. course he's going to say that. <laughs> um, so, uh, ba, 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 ba. So they start their LAN party. They hook up all their monitors mm -hmm. and their one computer. And somehow uh, his boss, who he was talking to earlier, is able to dial in. And, and everybody at this LAN party can seem to play the game off one disc. Yeah, this is this is a fascinating <laughs> situation. I don't really know how this works. But, hey, they can. Yep. 
Uh, and they do. And so the game starts up, and it's not doing anything. And they realize that they have to read this poem of uh, uh, Elizabeth. Yeah, the the uh, yeah the prayer of Elizabeth. Prayer of Elizabeth together. No way, man. Voice, Voice recognition, recognition. That's like ten years away that's from now. Next year, next, next gen. Next gen. Tech. <laughs> next gen tech. Uh, but lo and behold. This game is packed with next-gen tech. Yeah. Uh, so they read the Prayer of Elizabeth all together, and that is how the game starts. So, yeah, and uh, they get, like, a big welcome screen, and they do, like, generic customizing their characters things yep. like you would do in kind of any game. Um, and they explain that their the, the voiceover does a big thing about uh, the Garouche Plantation uh, and Elizabeth Bathory. Which is, they make her American, whatever. Oh, no, she moved to Louisiana. Oh, really? That's what the author says. <laughs> okay. 200 years ago. Okay. Despite the fact that she's been dead for like Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she would have been dead for a really long time before that. <laughs> hey, she lived forever. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. And uh, so they're in there. All of their characters are past the, the, the gates from our beginning. Yep. And uh, their first monster shows up. And these, like, experienced gamers, nobody thinks to pull any weapon. They're just kind of standing there yeah. as this little shuddering demon, like, walks up. Does somebody want to do something? <laughs> and Swing's like, no, I'm good, babe. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> guys. It's like, you guys are playing a video game. This is literally the only thing you do. <laughs> <laughs> and, they're, and they're like, okay, they finally shoot this thing. So Hutch takes a crossbow that sounds like a shotgun. Yep. <laughs> and... And uh, yeah, they they kill it, and then they they receive a rose as a prize for killing it, and they they learn that the roses will protect you, which is an extremely important plot, point. <laughs> like the biggest plot point. <laughs> um, the game, like they're like, well, oh, this is really boring. Things really slow. Smash cut to shit tons of enemies On everywhere. Your left. On your left. Everybody's like. They've got their clothes half off. They're all sweaty. They're like <laughs> freaking out to the to how intense this game. The is. game turns from Resident Evil One to Resident Evil Four. Ooh, yeah, is what Two. happens. <laughs> yes, huh? Yeah, I was gonna say uh, Code Veronica, oh, but part four, part four where you're action packed, you're shooting oh, yeah, left yeah. and right. Yes, like it's not so not just little one stuff. thing at a time. Yep. Yeah, you're constantly shooting dudes in that. Mm, um, I love that game. Me too. Yes, let's go play that. Right I now. hear Resident Evil Two, the <laughs> remake, is redone to play just like Resident Evil Four. What? Yeah, I, I've got to get that. <laughs> I'll get it. We'll play it. It's going to be great. Next <laughs> we'll, week. Next week, <laughs> we'll be taking a break to play Resident Evil Two. Anyway, uh, Resident so, Evil Two, Two. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, they find a diary. Uh, they read some more about her. They, yeah, the boss is dialed the in. Boss. This, this part cracks me up. Everybody's everybody's together. Everybody's Everybody stuck knows together. to stay together. And but the, the boss is underground in the catacombs, and Finn's like, "Are you running around in those tunnels again? You know, there's no action down there." It's just like, this is the first time you've ever played this game. Like, I'm just down there, you know, poning noobs or whatever the fuck he says. <laughs> he has some hilarious <laughs> yeah. line that's like, "Oh God," some <laughs> hilarious groaner. Um, but he ends up getting the jump when he's down in that basement. Um, yeah. Elizabeth Bathory herself yeah. runs out like the Flash and stabs him in the neck with a giant pair of scissors. Yep. And then uh, then he goes back to the real world where he starts seeing shit. He's, yep. It turns out he's at his office. So he's in the office building. 
and he's like he's starting to hallucinate shit all around the office yep and then he goes back to the office because he hears his controller buzzing yep uh, he grabs it and then oh we've taken care of the controller and then he looks up mirror Bathory dead yep so and he's dead exactly the way that he died in the game body in the same state and everything that's the uh yep and now, then, you know what I think would have been neater, though, is if they died in the game, then they died in the real world, and it was kind of almost like Final Destination, where you never knew like what was going to kill the character. It was always just one of those things where it's like, there's so many implements of death in this. Which one is going to be the one that yeah. actually does it? But they all just kind of die. Like, Very simply. Yeah. yeah I, was, I was really surprised. I thought they were going to go Final Destination. It would have been cool if he slipped on, you know, slipped on something. Maybe it's just because of the cover of the <laughs> that disc where it's like everything looks just like Final Destination. We were yeah. talking about that, oh, yeah. the, like the early 2000s five characters standing. All in like uh, <laughs> matte blue or matte yeah. red, like all one color and the, the five faces in the black yep. sky. Who's going to survive? <laughs> That's... Man, there's so many of those covers. It's crazy. Um, okay, so yeah, then we then we smash to Hutch at work the next day. He comes and he sees all the. We get the freaking cop story in this, which is which is so ridiculous. The cops are so accusatory, like right off Ooh, the bat. Yeah, like Hutch didn't do nothing, and he's just like, "So this was your boss," and he's like, "Yeah, where do you live?" Like about ten minutes from here. Oh, so you could have got here and killed him and went back home real fast, right? <laughs> He like, was like, what? that That could place you at the crime scene. That's yeah. insanity. Yeah. You know? <laughs> what cop would talk like that? <laughs> huh. You So you have access to a jumbo jet. You could have been here in five minutes <laughs> from uh, from Kansas. I don't know, man. It's like, so the person got hit by a car. Hey, do you have a car? Hey, you could have been the one that you hit that could, person with a car. My God. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've cracked it. <laughs> he was strangled to death. Hey, you've got hands. Yeah. Get him. <laughs> like, this place is nutso. Uh, so he has to explain to Detective Thibodeau that people can play games over the internet. Yes. Because he does not understand what was going on. That, was a, that was a painful scene that was trying to trying to show that they have an intersect of information that a lot of people don't have and mm-hmm. that there are like there are losers out there that just don't understand the way things work and that scene did not convey what they were trying no. to convey um it's just they, like you're a cop and you're old yeah exactly it, it should now dude there could have been like 13 <laughs> different ways to do that better if that was what they wanted to yep. do and it just fell totally flat but um but, okay, so we go back to Finn again being a fucking douche. At the land cafe that yes. somebody may work at or own. Uh, he finds Miller's body dead in the game. Um, yes, he finds him dead in the game. And what's insane is that our main character, that Hutch, has seen the corpse and doesn't mention to anyone. At that moment, that's exactly the same position that yep. I saw him in. Nope, it does not happen. That would be a thing that I would mention, but maybe that's just me. So then, uh, you know, they all go outside. Uh, Finn bees a dick and gets it. He wants to play the game. Everybody's like, show respect. Don't be a dick. Yeah. But he does. So they all go outside. Um, Hutch gets afraid of a lighter when October lights a cigarette because <laughs> yeah. it's so stupid. Every time somebody lights a lighter, Hutch is like, <laughs> "Camera start." Uh, the camera lady starts talking about how she's going to Princeton and how her family is perfect mm-hmm. and everything, and it, she's clearly lying. Yep. 
And then Hutch ends up putting it together that people start dying in the game. He, he presents that theory yep. to them. Um, so, and then we get this little montage thing of everybody kind of hallucinating on their own time. Yep. Going a little crazy, seeing some But crazy then, shit. then Malcolm in the middle starts figuring everything out. So Frankie Muniz. Step to reality and read step yeah, retinal he, memory and blah, 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 blah. He starts talking and, and acting crazy, but then he starts kind of convincing himself that he's, that this is kind of the right theory. Mm-hmm. So nobody else really believes him, but Frankie Muniz starts believing it. So then we get this weird-ass scene where Hutch goes back to the office. This bothered me because we were just there. Um, Hutch goes back to the office, and he starts using his boss's computer to somehow hack, maybe? Or I don't know what it, exactly Can't his boss does. Can't imagine how he can access police files but from his, his boss's computer. From his boss's computer, he can access these. Why doesn't he just access them from his own computer? Is he trying to cover his tracks yeah i mean with the way that like the police department was in 2006 like there (laughs) even are tracks for that kind of stuff yeah there's zero logic here but he goes to his boss's office and he opens a computer and he finds out that and he looks up other people that have died and somehow finds out how they died in the game yeah he he, knows his friend died from hanging because he said it right but But he he also um they describe the kind of scissors that it would have taken to stab that like they basically had like a police sketch of what the scissors would look like. Is yeah. that correct? Or it was uh, either like it was that. either a bad photo or a police sketch. Yep, so either they literally yeah. had the scissors or the fake scissors. Um, and so don't know. But I my mean, problem is here. Once he finds his info and he prints it all out, then we get the and he starts and and this movie is loves having things run by fast in yes. the background and just seeing things like that. And so my problem with this scene is that he walks around the office with things running in the background <laughs> in the same exact fashion as his boss just did. Like, so we're almost like watching the same scene. Right. But with just a different character in and the same setting with the same camera shots. And what bothers me about that is the fact that it's violating their rules. And it's like, so he hasn't died. He yep. hasn't like, there's nothing, there's no reason why he would be hallucinating yet. Everybody starts hallucinating once they've gotten to the point where they're about to die or die. No, like, no, they hallucinated before the scene. Who? Everybody in the coffee shop. She was seeing the face in the espresso machine, and Frankie's oh, that was real? bleeding. I thought so. I thought everybody was having oh, little. Oh, I thought spook that cuts. was somebody. Okay, I thought that was just nonsense. No. Okay. He looked in the mirror and he saw his eyes go up. And Jesus, how did I miss all of this? <laughs> I don't even remember yeah. any of that. Yeah, they're all they're all getting little spooky, okay. spooky okay, visions. Okay, cool. All right, so, I take it back. Yep, but yeah, my problem is it's just like we're just watching the boss scene again, all yes, verbatim. True. I mean, even some of the camera shots are exactly the same, and we're just seeing little things flip by in the background. <laughs> yep. And then he gets busted by his secretary, who's just like, "What are you doing here at the office at what ten o'clock at night? You're not supposed to be here. I am gathering stuff for his. Who cares? Yeah. And um, so they they realize that they're like, "Oh my god." He, if Finn is alone, he's probably playing the game by himself. Because Dutch, Dutch gets everybody together to show him right. the police records there. Yep. And they start figuring it out together. And, and they're like, where's Finn? He was supposed to be here. Yep. And then we cut to Finn. And he's face down. He's totally dead. Or is he? Yeah. <laughs> or is he ripping a total bong hit, bro? Oh, no, that's way before. <laughs> that was when they first found him in the land thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, he, when is this? 
Finn, uh, or is it? No, this is the one. So this is okay. when he, so he's playing, yeah. and the horse-drawn carriage is about to run him That's over, and right. he pauses, yeah. and he's like, I found out this thing. And so they drops a really important plot point that is, the mirror breaks, so we can't use that to, if only there were oh, something yeah. shiny that we yep. could use to repel the witch, or uh, Elizabeth Bathory, she can't look into mirrors, if only there were something shiny. Uh, you know, the back of the mirror is like polished silver, so yep. it doesn't break the way that the regular mirror if does. If only I had a really sick Alienware yeah. laptop with a chrome <laughs> mirror finish. Dude, if it was liquid cooled, that would be the <laughs> sickest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so some some little... Some I didn't little even put that together. Oh. That, 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 that whole mirror not yeah. breaking thing was part of the end with the laptop. Yeah, that's, yeah, that was the now. most yep. important part. Gotcha. So that's that was what he drops right there. He's like, ah, oh, I was about to die anyway. And they're like, they find him face down, but he's yeah, just but ripping he's just a ripping. bong hit. Uh, and so, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Uh, oh, <laughs> this is when they cut to that scene where literally, so this was this was the closest they came to doing a, uh, to doing that, uh, oh my God, like everybody, everybody's working on something. So you don't yeah. know how somebody's going to die. Okay. So yeah, I was got, jumping ahead with that. That's the montage. Got, yeah. Yeah. We've got a final destination thing here. Kind of. Yes. Where it's like, okay, everybody's got some sort of weird, like, oh, somebody's working on a cappuccino machine. I'm somebody's, shaving. I'm shaving. I'm working on a car. The shaving guy was just to show how ripped he was. Yeah, but uh, and burnt because and he all, survived a fire. He survived because that a, is super important. Uh, it just makes him. It makes him emotionally. You you feel for him. He's got. I <laughs> don't. He's got a sensitive side. In a Bernie bag. In a Bernie bag. <laughs> um. And uh, and Finn is working on his car. I think we decided that he was installing a, his speaker. The speaker where that the gigantic where the, speaker. The, the speaker where the center box would be in that car. Yep. <laughs> in your favorite car and, ever. Uh, <laughs> Finn drives a cherry red 1988 Pontiac Fiero <laughs> GT, and instead of where the center console is between the two seats, he puts a giant speaker. Fiero. It's a beautiful yeah. car. That is a that is a car for the ages. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that I can't think of anyone I knew growing up who had a Fiero that didn't try to beat me up at some point for skateboarding. But you know what? That's cool. I'm sure that it's changed. Since I like then. I like in this movie where he gets his car stuck, <laughs> and they obviously don't want to. They hurt were the car. They were afraid to do anything with that car. I'd be that, too. Mad. That so car nice. was that car was <laughs> turned twenty five degrees to the side. I was like, we're just like, stop like two tires kind of in some dirt. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, you're never gonna get out of nope, that. I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a Fiero, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Rear wheel drive. And <laughs> Look, they caught on fire. They didn't get stuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> And only the first year caught on fire. Oh, right. Yeah, everybody was working on something, because even uh, even Swink was, like, working on a PC. Yeah. Some weird shit was going on with the PC. I don't understand. The under keyboard was bleeding. Was Yeah, but what was he doing? Putting in liquid coolant. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was like, wait, there's a piece of this that isn't made by Alienware. I've got to fix gotta that. i got to swap that out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, okay, yeah. So... I'm lost. Did I like jump right ahead? You did. Well, so. we you kind of switched a couple things, yeah. but it's fine. Uh, so he, 
Finn's driving his car. Yeah, let's get he, back to this car. Yeah. <laughs> so Finn's this driving scene down was really the road. cool. Uh, broken, but cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was great. He was singing the song. I forgot to look up what the song was. It, <laughs> I recognized it. It was a fun song, and he sang it fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he's just driving the Fiero, and it's nice and sunny outside. And all of a sudden, the sky starts turning gray, and uh, he hallucinates a, a girl. Yes. One of the dead girls in the streets. And he's like, yep. oh, shit. And he very... <laughs> very gently. Kind of gently pulls a car over and almost <laughs> hits a tree, but doesn't. And they just, like, kind of park the car. He then gets out of his car and, and just talking to his friends on the cell phone. And he's just yep. like, my car's stuck. Yeah, <laughs> my car's stuck. I'm never getting out of here. I'm hosed. Uh, like, we never see him try to back out. They never show anything to, to, yeah. to convey that the car's stuck whatsoever. Like, yeah, but again... So, okay, so here's where I was really stoked about this cell phone thing. Mm-hmm. This is this is perfect stuff where it's like they've got a cell phone, so you know like all these all these things that are solved by cell phones in modern movies mm-hmm. that they have to worry about. I love the idea that you separate the people and then they're talking on the cell phone and so they're they're totally disconnected except they can hear it and they're powerless. Yes. It actually adds a really a really fun dynamic or a really like a tense dynamic where they're worried about somebody. They can't see them, they can't do anything. I thought that was great and I I I'm surprised that that dynamic doesn't exist in modern horror movies. Mm-hmm. You know, why it's why it always has to be just like put your cell phone in a box. We're not yep. getting good cell phone reception. XYZ under this bridge we don't get cell reception <laughs> out here in Kansas there is no cell reception blah 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 yep it's a good point this movie did use the phones effectively I know there's yeah. other movies like that too where they hear the our, you could be the, the killer phone. on shutter watch it oh my yeah. god I love that movie that was awesome totally unfamiliar but yeah. I have the shutter it is real good yeah you could be the killer you could be the killer awesome it's the uh, it's the stoner from uh, Cabin in the Woods and uh, Willow from Buffy. Okay. Both characters who I don't know the names of, but uh, <laughs> whatever. But watch that movie. It rules. Um, okay. So so he thinks he's safe because he didn't die he didn't in the didn't die game. in the game. Yeah. Uh, and now we, and we're, we're now introduced to the idea that the game's going to start playing itself. The game's cheating. The game is cheating. And so the game turns on. And then allows him to be killed in the game, and then he's run down by this carriage. Yep. Uh, and so... Fun fact. Yes. Just to break in here. Yeah. Th- this movie was originally written as a hard R. And then Disney bought the distribution rights through oh, Hollywood no. Pictures, and they wanted the movie to be PG-13. So they had to cut a ton of shit out, and so this death is actually unfinished. The effect for the horse carriage... It looks kind of shitty. And there are several other effects that are unfinished, too, because they were just like, no, we're, we're doing a PG-13. Like, oh, well, we need money to finish these deaths. And they're like, well, no, we're not doing the blood deaths. We're, yeah. We're oh, chopping that's it. too bad. So the PG-13 movie is actually 15 minutes shorter than the unrated director's cut. Oh, wow. They chopped out so much. <laughs> Holy crap. I wonder which one I saw. Yeah. Interesting. Did you see the game programmer? Did they meet the developer? No. And they did they meet the author? No. Oh. Damn it. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Okay. So maybe okay. why this is we're getting a little confused on pacing. I bet, they, I bet you're watching some butchered scenes Fuck. here. Fuck. 
Damn it! Yeah! Okay, well, we're gonna have to rely on your notes for all this fancy schmancy stuff. Oh, let's just keep going like we're going and see okay. see how much we differ here. Alright, so... Uh, so the I, I'm glad that I brought this fun fact up. Nice. This added a whole new twist here. <laughs> so the what, detec- a twist. <laughs> what a twist! What a twist! The detective shows up, and he shows up with that douchey cop from the beginning. Yep. And the douchey cop plays the game. Yes. So that's an important part. Because he's like, don't play that game. You die in the game, you die in real life. Give me that. Give me that. I want to try it. Yeah. And so they do that. They've like, well, we've placed you at the scene of literally every death, and you're really looking guilty, and that's blood on you, and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, you're free to go. Yeah, you're free to go. Yeah, this is what the cop says. The cop literally says, if I catch you at one more of your dead friend's death scenes, you're totally going away. You know, it's... It's that old for realsies. Thing. It's the, it's that old thing. If you're a privileged white kid, you get you this get is, you get four free is. deaths, but the fifth one, then they really come down on you. The fifth one is wow. <laughs> then it's a ticket for two hundred dollars, <laughs> and, uh, and they take away your PS2 for a week. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, so the officer plays the game. Yes. Uh, then uh, we have his friends blaming. Um, oh, do you did do you go to the game store? I do go to the game store. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, so, so this the, is this is GameStop next for me. Okay. Yeah. The the cops do. Uh... Did you get the overhead shot of the police cleaning up the body? The speed motion. No. No. Oh, there's no. this really cool scene where where we, we see um what's his nuts Finn dead on the ground. Yeah. And it's this camera crane shot, and we see like the police car and the ambulance show up and they all come out. No. And evidence tagging and it's all fast. No, and I don't think cool so. Cool music. Yeah. And uh, and then afterwards they, they have this discussion. In October, this part blank pisses me off. October looks at Hutch and she's just like, "Why did you bring this game into our yes. life? My brother's this, dead. This definitely happened. Yeah, okay. And she's like, my brother was everything, and he's dead now. Why'd you bring this game into my life? It's like, your brother's the one that was like, here's a virgin game. Let's she bring it to the party. Let's every... Like, fuck you, October. everybody except for the douche that is totally responsible for it. Yep. He didn't want to play it in the first place. He didn't want anything to do with it. Nope. But, yeah. But <sighs> So after that scene, then we go to the video game store there, and the officer is <laughs> questions this person that's... Straight from, we need a nerd to work at a video game store. Oh my god, Afro-hair. he's like a like a fucking tweaker too. Yeah, like yeah. he's literally like shaking, and he's like, ah. he's like, yeah, and he's like, oh, looking for a cool game, lots of RAM, something to take the edge off from the wife and the kids. It's just like, what? <laughs> yeah, high a high body count, something with a high frag high count, count or something, something like, like that. High frag count, yeah. Um, like that was that was where the the guy really earned his money for getting video game lingo into this yep. thing. Uh, but the kids never heard of the Stay Alive game because no. it's not out or anything. Yeah. So the cop leaves and he goes back to his truck. Yeah. And then uh, they just needed that scene to kill the cop and to establish the ending. Yeah. To twist ending and that. That's yep. it. So did you get the bloody cop death though? No. Oh, I, okay. I got I got scream from inside car. And okay. some motion, okay, and that was so it. Okay, so the cop, when he's playing the game, he gets killed. He gets killed in this chair, and it's almost like a Hellraiser thing. Well, like big hooks grab his face. That was that was his death in the video game. I saw and then that. It rips his head right open. What? Yeah. And then blood goes. <laughs> so after in the video game store, the cop goes Aye. back to his. The cop goes back to his pickup Boo. truck. He gets the robot from Hellraiser come and grab at his mouth, 
grab at his cheeks and start pulling, and then we see the outside of his truck, and the whole cab just gets filled with blood. Yeah, all I had was a cutaway shot. Oh, man. This is crazy. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? So after this, after, after this scene, um, they decide to go find the developer of the game who yes. made this. So they go back to Loomis's apartment, uh, house, mother's yes. house, whatevs, and they find out they an find, address book or something of they where find, he They find his game. pager because it's 2006. <laughs> That's right. They find his like pager kick thing, whatever it is. Yep. <clears throat> and they find out where the developer lives, and they drive off to the developer's house to go interview him. Yeah. And it looks just like the house in the video and game. They and don't they don't put it, it together. They could they were staring at it. It takes the kid literally it takes a squeaky, squishy, whatever the Squink. fuck his name is. <laughs> Squink. Squink. Sure. Uh it takes him literally oh, Sorry, playing, no there's no cue. Swink. 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 Um <laughs> just looking at the game and the house at the same time yeah. standing there comparing the two. Yep. To eventually get it. So they go meet the game developer, who is Angelina Jolie's brother. God damn it. Okay. Go uh, on. Did you not have him at all? Was he I excised as well? completely excised. Oh, okay. So they meet him, and he's completely... He, uh, they, they're walking around the house, and they get startled by him. They, nobody was answering the door at first, so they have a sit-down. He tells them that he's always wanted to make a horror game based on Elizabeth Bathory, because horror games are always scarier when there's a, a truth element involved. And um, he tells them to go um, meet this local author who wrote a book about Elizabeth Bathory. What? <laughs> so this is kind of like one of those dumb investigation scenes. But it's stupid because it's one like, it's almost like, you know, it's kind of one of those things like The Ring where they go after yeah. who, where this tape, they got to find right. out where this thing. But they go to meet this guy and it's like this super quick scene. And then he's like, you should go talk to this author. So then they just zip <laughs> off from there to like the next to be fair, I kind of see why they cut these scenes. Yeah. Um, I, I can see it. Yep. The author scene, um, we go to her house, and she's played by Al- Alice Kriege from Star Trek, uh, the Borg Queen. Girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. she's a local author who wrote the book on Bathory, and she uh, she gives a performance that makes me really wish she was Karen Black. Oh, man. Like, she's kind of got this, like, Louisiana accent, and she's like, you don't know what you're getting into. And oh, I'm just man. like, fuck, why can't that be Karen Black? Um, <laughs> this is Matthew Lillard all over again. Yep, so she tells him that she gives the, the secret to beating the witch, and she tells him that you need to put a nail into her uh, chest, a nail into her neck, and a nail into her forehead. So you don't have the scene where... October calls them and tells them that. No. That's the scene where she October okay. October proposes that Elizabeth Bathory made the game, right? Uh something like that. Something yeah. like that. But yeah. she calls and she explains what needs to be done. Okay, no nope. in the, my version. The local author in this version tells how to kill Son of a Dingbat. October's still researching stuff too. Okay. Wait, maybe she does figure that out. I can't recall. Okay. Who cares? Yeah, but she tells matter. him that you need, she needs to go find the Black Tower on the plantation, and that's okay. hidden. Nobody, yeah, she tells him that she's in the Black Tower, and she doesn't know where that is. And so they go back to the fucking house again to go talk to the game developer because he knows everything about Elizabeth Bathory. And so he's not answering the door again, and they're walking through the house. And uh, she finds, we forgot to bring this up earlier, 
and I love this part in the beginning, <laughs> very back in the beginning when they're first playing the game for the first time. Uh, she sees a hidden passageway behind yes. the wardrobe. Yeah, yeah. And I love it. And Hutch is like, oh, good eyes, babe. And it's just like, it's glowing light <laughs> from behind this Hutch. Like, there is no... <laughs> uh, back to now, uh, she finds that Hutch. Yes. That, that wardrobe this, closet. This, is, this goes back to my version. Yep. So she goes in there and she finds a room that's all decked out yep. in Elizabeth Bathory, crazy Hollywood obsessive style. If... People in Hollywood are obsessed with something in movies. They obviously put <laughs> they pins and papers up. all over the wall. <clears throat> and she ends up finding... Uh... Well, she gets bugs in your version, I think. She gets bugs. Yeah, yeah. She finds a dead developer in this version. Oh, in my version, and, and she's covered in bugs. Yeah. Okay, so no, she finds the she finds a scissors she in there. She finds the scissors. Yep. And then all the lights go out. And then she starts a lighter. And she gets scared by the dolls and everything. Mm-hmm. And then she finds the game developer's body. And... Oh, this is also fuck. We totally glossed over um, Munez outside playing the video yes. game. He's a decoy. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this is kind of important. This is actually so. This, this is, is really, really this is clever. Yeah, I love this. Me too. Um, so while Hutch and her are going in to investigate the house and developer, Munez decided that if the game's going to play itself, I may as well just play the game. So I'm going to be the decoy, so you guys can go route around the house yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. So while she's up in the attic getting attacked. Um, he found out where the Black Tower was, and then he needs to go back, run back and save her. So he's asking Frankie how to get to places because the game is exactly right. the same layout as the thing. So Frankie's directing him on the cell phone again. Yeah. Great use of cell phone. Which way am I going? Around the stairs, like up the side, through the thing. But he can't get there in time. He's not going to make it in time before she gets killed. So Frankie's like, let me try something. And she, he plays in the video game and throws roses and yes. saves uh, and he Abigail. Does, and he does a couple of things. So... When he's running around, he's like, go up the stairs. And he's like, it's locked. I can't get there. Look on the stairs. Is there a crowbar there now? Because yep, he drops he his drops crowbar one in, the, in game, the game. And that pops up. In the it thing. shows yeah. up there. When he can't get in the bedroom, Frankie opens a door yep, from he has the a key. key in the video game. That lets it. Yeah, that seems really neat. I love all of that stuff. It's very mm-hmm. clever. And then, uh, yeah. And so he throws three roses because there are three monsters there. And yep. they disappear. Oh, we totally cool. missed October dying, too. Yeah, that whatever. <laughs> yeah, October died. She she basically uh, it, so she thought that she could I actually was confused by this the first time I watched mm-hmm. it and figured it out later, but like it was kind of annoying cuz they were like, "Oh, all you need is the nails in in her face and she's going to die." Whatever. Yep. And she was like, "Aha, I have a hammer. I got nails." And then she finds a nail gun, which for some reason the safety is broken off of and you can just fire it like anywhere, (laughs) which is insane. But she has that and she's just like, she fires a bunch of nails into her face. Nothing happens because she's just the ghost of Elizabeth Bathory. Her body is somewhere else. Yeah. And it kills her. In the director's cut though, she gets rope chained around her. That's that's my version too. She gets pulled up on the thing. And then her throat gets slit. swinging upside down. Yep. And yep. she goes, she says, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Yep. Oh, did the, did the PG-13 get their one F-bomb in? Yeah, they did get, their one, okay, they got cool. their one F-bomb in. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. So, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. The, so now, after that, the cop is found dead. Cops surround Swing's place. So we're, we're going back. We've yep. we skipped over this part. So they, they had to they had to get out, get out, blah, 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 right after that. So that's, that's what happens there. Um... So they found the plantation. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> we glossed over a bunch. Yeah, it's fine. You want to know exactly what happened? Go watch the movie. It's yeah. fun. You'll like it. 
maybe. Um, so they find the black tower, and they they have to cross the graveyard that they've been has. Oh, this is so confusing because we have two different <clears throat> versions of the movie now. But um, but have we? No. So okay, we so didn't cover Swink. Swink's so what's important there. is that uh, so so Swink gets uh, Swink is back at the van, and oh, yeah. and the van doors close on him. So he can't, he can't get play to the his, game. he can't get to his computer and he can't play the game. And so he's like he he's reaching for it cuz the carriage is coming to run him down in the game. He just manages to push the to push the controller with one hand. Yep. Which and makes his gets, man run. Gets out of the way and avoids being killed. And then even though he did that, he starts hearing the carriage in the background and he's like, "Ah, you cheated. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you're cheating." Uh, he smashed the window, got You his, bitch, I'm not yeah. dead yet. Didn't he <laughs> Not did, fair, I'm not dead yet. Did he get the laptop? Huh? Did he take the laptop cuz he smashed the no, window? No, which which is counterintuitive. Like, but I mean, Very I guess strange. but I guess if he's not dead in the game and she's still coming at him now, right. it doesn't it's matter. cheating. So right. he books it and he starts getting chased through the woods. And he falls into a <laughs> briar patch of roses, and uh, and she can't do anything. Whereas we assume he's dead because it says he's. This dead This part in the bothered game. me because he we we see him in the field of roses, like yes. in the book, and I'm just like, okay, well, he's probably gonna be protected by those. But then we see Elizabeth's knife, and then when they find his laptop, it says "game over," and he's lying dead there. But we know after the ending that right. he's not dead. So why would we be seeing him dead in the game? Like it, it felt like it broke its own rules to me here. Well, it seems, I felt like it felt like since he wasn't out. dead, he would have still been standing up in the video game if it was playing. Like, nah, but, I think I think it shows. I mean, maybe it also means that that's how you could have gotten out of it. Like that could have been the end of your like. You wouldn't have to complete the video game if you got out in real life. If you died there and then were protected in real life, mm-hmm. then you're. Your, your chain of I events also, is ending. I also wondered why they didn't go to a flower store and just buy tons of roses and wear them pinned to themselves everywhere. That is a really, really good question. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So, we forgot about that. So, Swink's out of the... They think Swink's dead because they find the computer. They see his body saying mm-hmm. game over on it. So, then they start going through the plantation graveyard, which is the same graveyard they're fighting in the video game yep. in the beginning because everything's correlated there. And uh, they start getting chased by the horse-drawn carriage. So Hutch throws his girlfriend behind a door because he's <clears throat> chivalrous. Yes. And stands with a rose all boldly as the horse comes to run him over. But once it touches that rose, pew. It just disappears. I thought that looked neat. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so so they... Uh, oh, yeah. They go down first before they They descend go up, into, the, into the basement through a coffin. Yep. Uh, and then the controller starts buzzing, and we start seeing creepy Silent Hill kids. Yes. Um, they throw roses behind them. Yep. Throw roses at them. Uh, keep climbing the tower, and then a door locks separating the two of them. Yes. And so he gives her his last rose. I think it was his last rose to protect her. Sure. Is that correct? That was my phone. Oh, we I shut it off. That was a crazy noise. I could have swore I was a professional. <laughs> um, yeah, and so so she has his last rose to protect her. Okay. And this is the most infuriating part of the movie, <laughs> where she's got this rose, the one thing that can protect her from this fucking mm-hmm. demon thing, and she starts picking the petals off Going, it. he loves me. He loves me not. I mean, if what? it's... 
was it to indicate that she had lost her mind? Because that's the only thing it, that could she, possibly be. She also wasn't a gamer, though. So it also could have been one of those dense things where it's like you don't understand how no. important an item is. No, I'm just trying no to justify way. it. There's no justification It was for that. dumb. It was really dumb. So she ends up getting caught by Elizabeth, and she gets strung up, while at the same time, Hutch is upstairs... Driving nails driving into Driving nails face. into the body. Yep. And so in my version, we get to see boobies. What? Did you get the boobies? Nope, no nope. boobs in Okay. This so she's all hung up, and Elizabeth takes off her... The, the ghost, Elizabeth, strips off all of her clothes and grips this big stick to go... Whoa! <laughs> cut her... Cut her... And bathe in the blood there. Like yeah. She does. Um, however, once Hutch drives the nails into the body upstairs, the naked she ghost did. disappears. Yeah. Yep. The big knife stick falls on the ground. And uh, this is a really cool scene, too, I liked. Um, so we go back to upstairs with Hutch there, and we see Elizabeth's body rise up, almost like Michael Myers when he yeah. sits up in Halloween. And uh, she starts coming towards him. Uh, he's... I don't remember. Get gas all over the floor for some ass reason. I don't understand what that it didn't was make any about. Sense. That I, I was, you lost that too. Yeah. I was hoping that there was some explanation as to why there was flammable liquid all over the floor. I yep. mean, but he didn't bring any with him. And then he had the lighter that Finn had, but Finn died. Like when? I did mean, he... he must. I mean, he knew. They knew that the body had to be burned. Yes. Like they were aware of that. So the blood had to be burned. I'm yeah. sorry. But that was that Zippo, I thought. Yeah. Like, so, but what, you didn't have that. You gave it to Finn. Like, but anyway, <laughs> he, he overcomes his, he doesn't even, yeah, overcomes his fear of fire. That doesn't play into any fucking nothings. Yeah. And rolls the Zippo on the floor and lights Elizabeth on fire. But before that, he uses his Alienware product. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he holds up the shiny laptop and she's like, oh. Oh, oh no. and we get this total uh, rip-off job of the Come to Daddy video from Aphex Twin. Oh, where she's got the big old <laughs> wide mouth and is like, ah! It's just like it. Fair, but it also looks like it the, looked the awesome. ghost from Ghostbusters from the, the library ghost. <laughs> <laughs> the big mouth looked awesome. Uh, but yeah, then he ends up lighting her on fire. But then he can't get out of the tower because of his fear of fire. So to overcome it... He gets saved by Frankie Muniz coming in and dragging him out of there. He doesn't even overcome the fear of fire that didn't even he didn't even need to have. This is, from a storytelling perspective, crap. Yep. Like, it is a missed... Like, I'm, it, you can't even call it a missed opportunity because you've set something up. Like, you've lined your ducks up in a row for a reason. Yep. You, you want your hero to overcome something, and then you're like... Yeah, but he doesn't. Nope. Anyway, good night. Good night. <laughs> I hope you well, like the movie. Come on. Yeah. So he doesn't overcome anything. He doesn't learn anything. His journey was garbage. Yes. Um, and so the tower burns as they walk away. And uh, and then we cut. Back to GameStop. Back to GameStop, where our tweaker has pulled a video game out of the case. And it's a PS2 version yes. of... The game Stay Alive. And it's on the cover of Game Informer magazine. Yep. And and then they, we see the intro movie, like we've seen a hundred yep. times, zooming into the mansion, but this time zooms up to the tower and Elizabeth is there and all of a sudden, poof, credits roll. So this bothered me too, because they stopped her. Yeah. Like, what is, what is the mythology with this game then? Like, if she's in the game and they need to stop her like they did, they... 
there's only one Elizabeth Bathory. It's not right. like everywhere this game's being shipped, there's Elizabeth Bathory in your town that you need to go find the mystical right. place and stop her. <laughs> right, that's a good point. Like, it's not... It, so is a game still haunted? They make it sound seem like it's going to be. It makes no sense. No. Although, I mean, honestly, what it could be is that the game is still awesome. It's just that it's no longer haunted. Yep. I mean, the, the beginning, middle, and end is she's trapped in the game. She can't hurt anybody. Yep. And then maybe that's the, the twist ending is she has to sit through a bunch of gamers playing that game over and over yeah, again or, for eternity. Or it would have been cooler if they cut to, it might have been neat if they cut back and forth from video stop, video, um, GameStop. GameStop. And like once they beat the Elizabeth Bathory, that guy's like putting the games on the shelves and they all just disappear. And they all and he's disappear. Like, oh, what? <laughs> oh man, I've been playing way too many high five great games. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. And speaking of disappointing from. 2006, we're talking. Mm-hmm. The, the movie stops, credits roll, and then soundtrack music? We've got, like, classical music playing in the background. I was like, dude, where is the new metal? Yep. Like, <laughs> Give me the, the El Nino. Why is Let the Bodies Hit the Floor <laughs> not, not playing. playing right now? Yes. There is something fucking wrong. <laughs> like, I felt, I felt uneasy. It I was felt, weird. I felt sad. I was like, I need saliva. I want saliva that to go to black, and to I want to hear, Cut my life in two pieces. <laughs> it's something. Come on. Give me uh, one of those. <laughs> I wish I wish you saw the other version, too. Because yeah, me too. I, thought, I didn't even know it existed. Yeah, because Angelina Jolie's brother, the game developer, yeah. is a really weird looking. <laughs> it looks like Angelina jo- I hate to speak ill of somebody like this, but he looks, I don't know if he's had plastic surgery, but he looks almost like Angelina Jolie masquerading as a boy. Ooh. Uh, it's ve- he's a very odd looking man, and he's creepy in this. He was just like, you know, his whole presentation's creepy, and I kind of think it would have been even neater if we found out that he was doing like a Norman Bates thing and dressing up like Elizabeth Bathory, and he was the one that was spying on the people through the games that they were playing, and he was killing them. In real life. In it. Oh, that's a much better story. So it would have been like this weird. That's a way better story. Yeah, I think they that could. Have I been... mean, and, and or or, it was or already... he was doing or he was doing that, and then all of a sudden at the end he actually meets the ghost of the Bathory, and it's like, whoa, this is wait, okay, yeah, we're and simpatico guys. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she takes over. Yeah, no, there that is. A, there was a bunch of different ways this movie could have worked. Um, but it's a, it's a fun movie. I it totally is. recommend it. Um, yeah, I, it's... I haven't seen it in. Yeah, probably since two thousand six until you recommended it and or suggested it. And all then I was just like, shit, I just bought that a few months ago. Perfect. All I could think of, like when I watched it, I was I was thinking about how, like I have this affinity for eighties movies and mm-hmm. all of the all of the trappings of eighties movies, and how I've kind of started like creeping into the nineties movies and having an affinity for the trappings of 90s movies the same way where some of the cheesy computer animation and some of that stuff is becoming fun for me to watch in the same way that the 80s effects just because it's so far ahead in time. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's definitely. it's still and I'm starting to get that with 2000s movies mm-hmm. now where like I can see some of the some of the repeated themes and like I'm really kind of enjoying that like you know the final destinations are yep. awesome and like these kind I, of movies, I love two thousands horrors. Yeah, early two thousands, and that's that stuff is really fun. I mean, there's a lot of it that I don't dig. That got like when it started getting really CW, and it was like, let's just hire the hottest like whatevers, and we'll do. I know what you did last summer. It yep. was like, I know what you did last summer leaves me cold for some <clears> reason. <throat> that series never really did it for me. I like it, but I mean, 
I enjoy it. I'll watch it. But it, there's something missing to me in a way that Final Destination I think it was probably has just, everything that I want. Yeah, I love that movie. I think I think I have a soft all, spot. All I think I have a soft spot them. for the the summer just because I had that total high school crush on Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah, that everybody did. That's fair. That I was just like, okay, yeah, I like watching that movie still <laughs> for that. That's fair. Yeah, and so I I just wanted to do something that wasn't that wasn't an eighties movie for. Aside from the fact that I don't want to run out of 80s movies to do on the podcast, I don't think that's... Especially since they only made five of them. They only made 20 movies in the 80s. (laughs) Um, And four of those movies were Aliens movies. Um, No, I'm... Yeah. But this was a fun pick, and I was was super happy to do it. And it was also strange, because these are all, like, super high-budget for for what we do like yep. everybody was really talented like it was all real actors but and a lot of people still haven't heard of this movie right kind of flew true. under the radar and got forgotten yeah and i think it's really too bad because it is a decent one because it's decent so i recommend it to everybody um and i, I think, also strongly recommend making sure you're watching the unrated yeah, no director's shit. cut <laughs> but i but I, I've only seen the PG-13 one, and you I mi- love it. You missed all the blood. I did. Um, yeah, so that's <laughs> it. Anything, any further clothing, closings? No. All right. No, I think it's fun. I think we got it. Awesome. Uh, follow us uh, at Funbox Monster Podcast. And I am at Awkward VHS Fiend. And uh, Coast City Comics. And, uh, and we'll be doing stuff, and it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Peace, Thanks, guys. Good night.